0: It was a difficult pregnancy to yes. carry him yes. to the point that it looked like you're going to lose him at some point. Yes. Because I remember, I am seeing it in the realms of the spirit. When you're about four months going to five months, yes. I saw you bleeding that yes. you thought that you actually lost him. Yes, yes. So I am trying to understand what these two angels are saying because I'm hearing one saying, God with us, and the other one is saying Emmanuel. Yes. Uh, what is that? Yes. 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 Hey. That's his name. Yeah. Zoom, zoom, zoom! So I think 6300. Ah. That's my business manager office. Woo. I saw him doing this, throwing seeds. When people are throwing seeds, it means they have a calling, a pastoral calling. Oh. Feed people rather, and raise people. Yeah. <laughs> huh? You said what? A pastor. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Of the spirit, you see what is on your shirt. The Lord said, Me, your name is what is on your shirt. Hallelujah! What is your name? Rose. What do you have on your shirt? Hallelujah! I don't know why. Where's my mama Ghana power? I saw fire jumping from her and coming to you, and I'm trying to understand why. When I looked at you, I saw her. When I saw her, I saw you. you are nurse. you a nurse? You're in the medical field? Yeah. Go to her put the mic on her? I'm a nurse. Were oh, you married before? Divorce. Okay, go to my mama Ghana. I'm divorced. I saw somebody else with a name like Campbell. Campbell. Prophesy. As I was walking in the realms of the spirit, God says that he's about to bless the Campbell family. Professor. I saw somebody in the Bible called Anna, but God said no, Ann.
2: Tracy Ann.
0: Ah. Professor. I saw God taking words and run with it to the ends of the world. What does he do? <laughs> <laughs> who is like Ogaga, Ogaga? Do you know somebody called Kenny? Kenny, is Kenny? that's me. Yeah.
2: Is Kenny it, Ogba Ogaga.
0: Kenny
2: Ogba Ogaga.
0: Professor. Who has a name that starts with like an M? Just said Maria Maria? Because I was looking at you there, I'm seeing an M on your forehead. I saw God putting a garment on somebody called Jonathan. My first name. Professor! In 2013, you are not supposed to be here. Hey! You had surgery, major surgery. I looked at you and I saw an x-ray. I saw your body beyond the flesh. And the Lord told me that we need to pray for His lungs.
1: I'm mm. sick right now. Where? It's in, in, the, in
0: the
1: lungs.
0: You've seen me before.
1: I've never seen you before. How yeah. can
0: I know these things?
1: The one
2: thing about you, you are real. <laughs>
1: but you're full of compassion you're the giver of a life everlasting you're the savior of the world messiah all i need i find you provider worthy wonderful awesome powerful glory glory my heart sings perfect sovereign king god of everything glory glory to you i lift my hands to worship i lift my eyes to seek your holy face i lift my voice To honor you, yeah There's no one else like you, Lord I lift you I don't understand your love, you're so patient You surround me with your grace, it's amazing Forgiving the way that I've been And you changing the old me, old me Didn't know who I could be till you show me. Worthy, wonderful, awesome, powerful. Glory, glory to you, my heart sings. Perfect, sovereign king, God of everything. Glory, glory. To worship I lift my eyes to seek a holy face I lift my voice to so honor. I-
0: God bless everybody. This is Prophet Lovi, and I am more than blessed to be here with you today and I am going to be speaking to you about the grace of God, the mystery of grace. What is grace? What is grace? What is grace? And uh, I believe that this is going to change somebody's life that is listening to me. And I I believe that uh, God shall do something new in your life. And I don't want you to miss what you're going to hear today. So I want you with all your heart, uh, I want you to know with all your heart that grace is such an important thing that God has provided for us. But there are degrees and dimensions of grace that I'm going to explain to explain to you. And I want you to pay attention. I want you to share this. Let somebody know before I go into the deep teaching of the spirit that is going to change your life. Uh, I want you to share it. I want you to message somebody. I want you to let somebody know that the prophet is life. Uh, I'm telling you something special will come upon you by reason of watching this. Hallelujah. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Glory be to Jesus, our Lord and beautiful Savior, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Now, are you ready? Is somebody ready? If you're ready, I just want you to type, "I am ready." I have shared. I have I have WhatsApped it to somebody. I have sent somebody the link. I want you to share it as many times as we can. I, we didn't do the Instagram live, guys. The Instagram live. Hallelujah. I want you to let somebody know this will be life-changing. This will be life-changing. I don't want you to miss this. Hallelujah. 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 Uh, As soon as you share, just let me know you have shared. Uh, Glory be to the living Jesus. If somebody is ready, I want you to say, I am ready. <laughs> God is going to bless somebody right now. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you and reveal to you some mysteries. Because um, God, God is a God of mysteries. That's why the Lord says, He will show you things that you do not know of. So I want to show you something that some of you may not know of that is blocking you from your next dimension. Remember the Bible says grow in grace. There is a big difference between favor and grace. I don't know if somebody can hear me. I'm busy speaking to my best friend uh, prophet EJ and he's... uh, he's (laughs) I love this man. Aish. Now, catch this, catch this carefully. There is a big difference between favor and grace. Favor is not grace and grace is not favor. They are both useful, but one is greater than the other. And one function is in one dimension and the other doesn't. Again, there is a big difference between favor and grace. There is a big difference between favor and grace. Grace is good. Favor is good. But one is greater than the other and both of them function in different dimensions. An example. Favor is only manifested in the realm of men. You can buy favor. I'm gonna say that again. You can buy favor, but you cannot buy grace. Favor can be acquired. The Bible Bible says uh, you can find favor with God and with men. Now, if God favors you, Remember, God does not live in the realm of men. God will send somebody to be favor to you. That is why it says, men shall give unto your bosom. Why will people give to you? Because you have been favored. But the problem with favor is it is limited only to the physical world. It cannot deliver anything spiritual to you. When God's favor is upon you, wherever you go, people will love you, doors will open, and things like that. Favor is manifested manifested on both believers and unbelievers. One can be a recipient of favor, but favor is not grace. As much as you need favor, grace is even greater. I wish somebody could hear me. Glory be to the living Jesus. Glory be to to the the Lord. So, favor, when God favors a person. It is manifested through a man. God will send you a person that will be favor to you. God will send somebody that will be favor to you. Meaning a person is going to come in your life that is going to open certain doors for you. They may not even be believers. They may not even be Christians. They may not even be born again. But they will come and open doors for you. That's what favor looks like. Joseph received favor with Potiphar. He received favor in prison. He received favor that made him sit on the throne of Egypt as a prince of Egypt. But the grace that he received caused him to have enemies with his father, his mother, and his brothers. The grace he received caused people to turn against him. Now, I am not saying if people turn against you, it means that you have grace. I still haven't explained grace, but I will explain grace in a second. Aish, I feel like uh, people are not catching me. Thank you, my son. Uh, I don't know if somebody's ge- catching me. Grace overrides anything human beings can do. But the issue is, Grace is also manifested in the realm of men differently than favor is. Amen. There are five. That is why uh, grace number five is referred to grace. When you see spiritually number five, number five means grace. All right. Number five is the number of grace. Number six is the number of men, but five is the number of grace. Can somebody catch me? (laughs) This is going to be too much. I wish somebody would know what uh, God is about to do. Number five is the number of grace. Do you realize that the book of Acts is actually the beginning of the New Testament? When Jesus was on earth, the Bible was still, they were still in the Old Testament. We had not gotten into the New Testament yet. It was still in the Old Testament. The official start of the new covenant was when Jesus resurrected, died and resurrected. Then the New Testament began. So before, when you're reading Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, it's still the Old Testament. Now catch this, now I'm gonna start going into deep stuff. I'm gonna start going into deep stuff now. I'm gonna start going into deep stuff. I don't know who is ready for deep stuff. I'm gonna, Facebook are you there? I'm gonna start going into deep stuff. I'm gonna go into deeper stuff now. Now capture this. There are five kinds of graces. There's five kinds of graces. The grace of God, number one. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, number two. (laughs) Is somebody catching this? The grace of God. The grace of the Lord Jesus the grace of the Holy Spirit, the grace of man, and the grace of angels. I'll start again. The grace of God, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the grace of the Holy Spirit, the grace of man, and the grace of angels. I will say it one more time and then I will stop. There are five graces. That's why number five is the number of grace. There is the grace of God. There is the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. There is the grace of the Holy Spirit. There is the grace of man and there is the grace of angels. I wish somebody could capture this, Glory Fantelino, capture this, five levels of graces. The grace of God Almighty, the Creator, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the grace of the Holy Spirit, the grace of man, and the grace of angels. All these are grace, but they are completely different and they function differently. I wish somebody could share this. I'm trying to go somewhere that will bless somebody. Now, the difference between favor and grace, YouTube, uh, Facebook, are you there? Let me see the comments on Facebook and see if people are capturing this. Then we can go on YouTube. Okay, perfect, perfect, perfect. Let me look at YouTube really quickly. Powerful. Okay, good. Let's go back. Now, watch this. God could not favor mankind. Because it will be impossible for, because favor comes in the form of a person. Mm -hmm. So God cannot get a person for everybody because if he is favoring everybody, the favor must be manifest in the realm of men. So favor, blessing is given to one so that he can favor another. Somebody who is blessed or is in a position can favor somebody. Like an example, when you're going for a job interview, they will hire not only because of skill, they will hire because they have a liking to you. Mm -hmm. They favor you because they like you. Or maybe because of how you look, maybe because of how you speak. That is why they ask all these things. It's not really so much for the qualifications. It's to see if you you are somebody they can be with favor is based on the ability to flow with somebody but favor can be earned grace cannot so i can come and 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 do something good for you and the moment i do something good for you immediately you will get a liking to me of uh, a liking uh, you get a liking to me and you will give me favors when other people Uh, You would not help them an example is because I've been good to you when you want when you have something nice You will think of me first Because I've been good to you meaning. I bought favor from you I wish somebody could get it that is why sometimes uh, people will give uh, uh, um, uh, uh, They will be good to people who are powerful so that they just favor them because they are trying to buy favor favor can be bought But grace cannot. The grace of God. Now the Bible says there are two things that you grow. That grow in the realm of the spirit. The word of God can grow in man. And the grace of God can grow in man. The anointing does not grow. Anybody who tells you. Uh, the anointing is increasing. There is no biblical reference to that. The anointing is the anointing. Your capacity determines how the anointing will move with you. What you don't know is the anointing can be on an unbeliever. Aish, I think I just hit a nerve. Do you understand that the devil uses the anointing? Because he's an anointed cherub. It separated him from others. Because it made his abilities shine. Because the anointing is simply an amplifier. An example, when you worship God and the anointing comes on you. Your voice becomes louder. If you are praying, you begin. Because the anointing amplifies everything. It amplifies the good, the bad, the ugly. It amplifies everything. Grace, on the other hand. I don't know if I should say this. I'm afraid to say this. Uh, I don't know how I can say it. Somebody who is functioning in the realm of grace is is a full representative of God to a certain generation, to a certain people, to a certain individual. I'll say that again. Grace is an attribute of God himself. Grace is something that is with God himself. And when God wants to empower somebody that is going to change a generation or is going to change people, God will not anoint him only. God will give him grace. Now the grace of God was manifested in the realm of men through the Lord Jesus. We have received the grace of almighty God, God in his creator form, because he, he translated himself and and changed uh, and took the body of a human being and came and dwelt among men. Right. Let me give you a verse. Let me give you a quick verse. And then uh, you will understand what I'm saying in a second. Mm, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I le custa brakati tia talabashante le prodigista, zebere de quista antole pala kista anta la brea. Cresta ala custa ancarabia sante, ala bronde quista, m. talamande le prodigista anta, m. Ala bracashia acequete M. Ah, uh, let me find this quickly. I'm trying to get it so that he can bless somebody. A Now, Titus chapter, 2, Titus chapter 2, verse 11 to 12. 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 Listen to this. It says... For the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in the present world. Notice the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, We should live soberly, righteously, and and godly in the present world. Notice, the grace of God appeared to all men. The grace of God transformed and became somebody called Jesus. Even though God wants to save mankind, God cannot save mankind because mankind has broken his law. So there is no way God as God the creator can save man. He can't because man has violated his law. So God has to send a representative of himself to bring something that will reconcile man with himself. That is why the Bible says in John chapter 1, verse 1, he says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son. What do you think is God just gave his Son? God gave grace. Mm-hmm. That if this Son chooses to give you eternal life, you will have it. Wow. And he has no choice to favor you to have eternal life because grace has given you access. Yeah. Meaning, God Almighty could not save you or me until he became man, and became the representative of what? Grace. What does grace mean? Grace means unmerited favor. Favor that you, can, you don't deserve. Favor that you cannot work with. Favor beyond favor. That can make God not kill you, not destroy you because of grace. I wish somebody could understand this. Mm. Aish, I wish somebody could get this. So for God to love the world, notice God could not favor the world. God loved the world. In order for him to love the world, he had to find a solution to fix the human problem. So what did he do? He manifested grace in flesh. Flesh had to go, this this grace had to live the life of man. He had to go through all the tribulation of man so that he can make a good case for man before God himself. Even though God created man and he knows man. Is somebody following this? So the love of God created grace that brought us reconciliation with Him. That is why the, in John chapter one it says, "And whosoever believed on His name, whosoever believed on His name is saved. Why? God is not caring what you did. He's not caring if you are a prostitute, you' a murderer, you are a thief, a wizard, whatever you may be. Grace has brought you in and God cannot turn you back. Before God cared how you came. Uh, Prophet Glovis, God bless you, sir. I honor you, sir. So grace, when grace has received you, even if God does not want to bless you, even if God does not want to bless you, he is obligated to bless you. Because grace has selected you. Even God is, is bound to the law of grace. Because grace is unmerited favor. I wish somebody could catch this. Notice the only thing that the Lord Jesus came to do. He came not even to start the church. You know the church was not started by the Lord Jesus. I know some people are going to be offended by this. The Lord Jesus did not start the church. The Lord Jesus simply came to give grace and reconciliation of man to himself. Then what he did also was he gave his grace to men that he selected that are going to serve as God on earth. I know somebody is, is, I don't know if this is making sense to somebody. Actually, I went to man too quick. Let me slow down. Let me slow down. Because of the Lord Jesus, notice even the Holy Spirit could not favor people. the Holy Spirit will come and get whatever he wants to get done and he will go and leave you. But the Spirit of God became man's friend because Jesus gave the grace. Jesus appointed the Holy Spirit and said, now I have favored these people. So the Holy Spirit has no choice but to become friends with man. That is why the Bible says, do not grieve the Holy Spirit. He will will be around, (laughs) but you can hurt him. But he will still be around. He can turn his back, but he's still around. Why? Because the Holy Spirit was not going to love mankind, but he is obligated to love mankind because of Jesus. Aish. That is why, let me tell you something. You know, God the creator is forgiving. Our Lord Jesus is forgiving. The Holy Spirit is not. You don't hear mercy connected to the Holy Spirit. Nah. Not at all. The Holy Spirit does not deal massively. (laughs) He deals with us because of what? Because of the Lord Jesus. Mm -hmm. That is why in Genesis chapter number 6 the Bible says my spirit shall not continue to, to wrestle with man for he is flesh. So the Holy Spirit has limits. The Holy Spirit has limits. Jesus will never leave you, nor forsake you. God Almighty, you are. His ch- but the Holy Spirit has limits. Ah, my daughter, the prophetess Mia. That's one of my OG daughters. <laughs> the Holy Spirit could leave David. David had to cry and say, please don't take your spirit from me. Because the Holy Spirit can get fed up. Ah, somebody's not catching me. The Holy Spirit can give get fed up. Ananias and Sapphira tried to deceive. Tried to deceive Peter. They fell down and died. Peter said, you thought you were talking to me, but you're talking to the Holy Spirit. Because you have done this, you'll f- you will be buried in two seconds. The person fell down, went and buried. His wife comes. He asked, did you really sell the land for this much? Oh, yes, uh, we did. Are you sure? Why have you allowed the, holy, the devil to corrupt you like this? Because you have done this. Those who buried your husband at the door, they're about to take you also and bury you. She fell down and what? Died. How many people tried to trick the Lord Jesus to deceive the Lord Jesus, but he was merciful? He rebuked them, but he never killed anyone. <laughs> but the Holy Spirit can take you out because he has limits. But if you have grace with the Holy Spirit, that is why you find that the Bible says that the Holy Spirit gave gifts as he pleases. It doesn't say the Lord Jesus. It says the Spirit of God is the one that appointed the offices, is the one that gave the gifts. Do you realize that gifted people Gifted people, I'm not talking about people who received the anointing and they're starting to operate supernaturally. We're talking about gifted people. Not the ones that are raised to become prophets, but I'm talking about born prophets. I'm talking about people who are born with something from the Spirit of God. These people are selected by the Holy Spirit. Do you realize that God the Father favored, loved us? Not favored, but loved us. But he had to convince the Holy Spirit to deliver Jesus in Mary's womb. And then he left. And the Bible says that Jesus grew in wisdom and stature and in favor with God. (laughs) Somebody is not catching this. This is why I always tell people this. You need to understand the value of having a spiritual, not not just... You see, there are people who can be mentors. Some of you will call spiritual fathers and mothers, but they're really just mentors. And then there are spiritual fathers, and then there are spiritual mothers. This is a different thing. These are people that have been given a mandate to birth people and to raise people to a certain degree and to a certain dimension in the spirit. When these people are sent in your life or you encounter them in your life, something tremendous transforms in you. Do you have you ever asked yourself this question? God loves everybody. Why didn't he give everybody the same abilities? God knows everybody needs to be healed. Why is it only some people can heal people? God knows everybody needs deliverance from devils. But why come not everybody can cast out devils? God knows that it is beneficial for man to see in the realm of the spirit. But how many people can actually see in the realm of the spirit? I'm not talking about utterance. I am talking about specifics. Not I think, not I feel like, not I thought specifically. They can see your name, your address, what you did, what you will be 20, 30 years from now. Because they have entered into the dimension of grace. Aish. (laughs) This is why the Lord Jesus told the apostles, he said, "I I I have given you grace, but wait for the Holy Spirit. Until the Holy Spirit has come upon you, then you shall be my witnesses. He did not say now because I favored you just go. He said, wait until the Holy Spirit comes. Until the Holy Spirit comes. Meaning, why was the Holy Spirit taking time? Hmm. (laughs) Why didn't the Holy Spirit just fall immediately? Because there were certain things that the apostles that were selected needed to do. There was a condition. The Bible says when they were in one accord, with one mind and with one spirit, is when the Holy Spirit came down. Meaning, as long as their mind was diverted from the mission of Jesus, the Holy Spirit was not coming. The moment they became with one accord, with one mind, with one ambition, then the Holy Spirit came. Then the Holy Spirit raised and turned them into apostles. Remember, the word apostle simply means chief. Chief, Now, the church, Jesus, is the cornerstone of all creation. But Peter... Is the cornerstone of the church. I'll say that again. The Lord Jesus is the cornerstone of all creation. Every creation is centered on him. But Paul is the rock that the church is built upon. But when Jesus said "You you are the rock that I will build my church upon, Peter did not even deserve it. But he was favored because you notice Jesus asked them, who do the people say I am? Everybody says, ah, you're one of the prophets, you're one of this. And I taught this in prophetic school at another time. And then he asked, what do you say that I am? And Peter said, you are the Messiah. And the Lord Jesus said something. He said, flesh and blood has not revealed this unto you. But my father has. Notice the father already's affection was already on Peter. But it was up to Jesus to give Peter something for Peter to become something more. Peter didn't work for it. Notice that knowledge was because God just dropped it in him. Not because he prayed, not because he fasted, not because he sought the face of God. Nothing. Nothing. So you see, we would not have, even though the Lord Jesus died for all men, the Lord Jesus had to find 12 men to be the carriers of his grace. And out of those 12 men, there will also be selected others that will be heads in the kingdom of God that will also bring people to God with that same grace that they carry. Aish. Let me explain it. Elisha was already a prophet. Why was Elijah? Why did God tell him, tell Elijah, go and anoint Elisha a prophet? For he will take after you. He will finish what you started. He will finish what you started. Do you realize Elisha was not even taught much by Elijah when other sons of the prophets were in school Elisha was being busy being a servant was busy being a servant to Elijah to the point that Elijah tried to dodge him so that he can be taken to heaven without Elisha knowing But Elisha was such a servant and he called him Lord. He did not call him, he did not call him father. He called him my Lord, meaning he became a servant to him. Elijah was like, already my friend, I have already given you, I have already anointed you a prophet. Meaning that God could not make Elisha a prophet without Elijah. God needed somebody that He had already given that grace to bring somebody that could have been. You see, there are two. Let me let me break it down so that it makes more sense. Let me break it down so that it makes more sense. There are people who are born prophets. There are people who are raised to be prophets. And then we have people who have prophetic giftings. There are people who are born prophets. There are people who are raised to be prophets and there are people who have prophetic gifts. Somebody with a prophetic gift is not a prophet, but they are prophetic. A raised prophet is a beneficiary of the grace of a born prophet. I'll say that again. A raised prophet is a benefactor of a born prophet. This is why not everybody. How many people have ever somebody laid hands on you said. I'm imparting gifts to you. But they imparting gifts they don't even have. And you live there you think you're going to heal somebody sick. You're going to. Do, they cannot give you what they don't have. And there are people who have. Because it was given to them. And they have no ability to share it. Because it's not their own. I. I feel like I'm talking to myself. Mm. (laughs) Have you ever asked yourself why the prophets were called holy prophets? Yet all of them sinned. Why are they called holy prophets? Every one of them messed up. Notice what the Lord Jesus is saying. I'm going to say something outrageous. I hope somebody doesn't get upset. Uh, My bestie, I hope you're watching this. I hope somebody doesn't get offended. I'm going to say something that may be offensive, but I don't want you to get offenses. I want you to bear with me. Let me go to the Bible. It will help somebody. Glory be to Jesus. Our our blessed Lord. (laughs) Uh, yeah, let me say this and then you can ask a question. Ah, <laughs> uh, Jesus. Okay, remember people came to Jesus and they asked him, What is the greatest commandment? This is in Matthew. Uh, it's in Matthew chapter 22. From verse 34 to 40. From verse 34 to 40. Do you have your mic on? Okay, read it. Listen to this. <laughs> I want you to listen to this. Matthew 22. Yeah. 30, uh, Did I 34. say 22? Yeah, 22. Yes, 34 to 40. Matthew 22. I want you to listen to this. This is dangerous. Please don't get offended when you hear this. It's your Bible. It's not Prophet Lovi. It is not Elias. It's in your Bible. Read it. But when the Pharisees had heard that he
2: had put the Sadducees to silence, yes. they were gathered together. Yes. Then one of them, mm-hmm. which was a lawyer, uh-huh. asked him a question, mm-hmm. tempting him and
0: saying, Now notice the word lawyer there is advocate. Meaning he was somebody that knew how to debate the Bible deep. He was not just a scholar, but he was an advocate.
2: Uh-huh.
0: An attorney. Okay? Okay, keep, keep going. Uh-huh. Let mm-hmm. me see the comments while you're reading. Uh-huh. Keep going. All right. Verse 35.
2: Uh-huh. Then one of them, which yes. was a lawyer, asked him a question, mm-hmm. tempting him and mm-hmm. saying,
1: mm-hmm.
2: Master, which is the great commandment in the law? Jesus said unto him, Mm -hmm. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, Mm -hmm. and with all thy soul, Mm -hmm. and with all thy mind. Mm -hmm. This is the first and great commandment. Mm -hmm. And the second is like unto it, Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself.
0: Notice, they asked Jesus, which is the greatest commandment? But Jesus gave them two commandments. He said, one, is you will love God with all your heart. And the second one is you will love your neighbor as you love yourself. And what did he say? Verse 40. Yes. On these two commandments. On these two commandments. Hang all the law and the prophets. L- hangs what? All the law and the prophets. Hangs all the law and the prophets. It doesn't say hangs the law. Hangs all the law and the prophet. You want me to be honest with you? You want me to be 100% honest? I'm going to be honest. On the mountain, God gave Moses two commandments. Hi. Moses added the eight. God gave him two commandments. Uh-huh. That is why it's called the law of Moses, not the law of God. Aye, somebody, Somebody is going to get offended. <laughs> I'm just being honest with you. God gave them only two laws. Love your God with all your heart uh-huh. and love your neighbor as yourself. These are the only two laws that God gave them, gave Moses. But Moses did not only come down with 10 commandments, but he also came down, he also did uh, more than 300 Deuteronomical laws.
2: Yeah.
0: Notice this, let me give you an example. He said, God said, don't eat animals with two hooves. Is it two hooves? like pork and things yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. He said, don't eat unclean animals. Remember that? Mm-hmm. How many people are there? He said, <laughs> he said, don't eat any animal with two hooves and things like that and things like that, this, 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 that. Anybody that ate them became defiled. And if you become defiled, you enter into sin. But Jesus comes and tells them, it is not what you eat that makes you sin. It's what comes out of you. Meaning God was never offended when you ate the wrong thing. It was okay. Moses that told them not to eat that. Because of the diseases and the sicknesses and what they in the environment they were in in the wilderness. He was trying to whip these guys in line. He was trying to put them in shape. Because they were not ready to receive grace. Remember the Bible says the law was given not so that you, not so that you can keep it. But it was given so that you know what sin is. The prophets came to show you what sin looks like. They gave you difficult things that you cannot fulfill it, that you need grace. I'm sorry. (laughs) That is why the Bible says the law of Moses. Remember when they brought the prostitute to Jesus. When they brought the prostitute to Jesus, they said, according to the law of Moses, this woman should be stoned to death. Not according to the law of God. You see, the problem is believers, religious people. (laughs) I'm I'm sorry, man. I I don't know what to say. Maybe we should delete this after. Maybe that's what we should do. (laughs) Because the problem with religious people is they will hear this and they will hear their own interpretation and say something different without watching the whole thing.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. That is why it's called the law of Moses. (laughs) Remember, Samuel, the Bible says in the book of Samuel that Samuel, the boy grew. And no word of his ever fell to the ground. Notice God backed up every word that Samuel ever said. Not because God said it. It doesn't say God backed up every word that he spoke to Samuel. The Bible says, and God backed up every word that Samuel said. Meaning if Samuel said, the Lord said you are not going to eat for 30 days, God will back it up. Aye. Not because he said it, but because Samuel said so. Aish. Ah, let me see comments. Let me see comments. Before I go to- <laughs> Aish. Lord Jesus. Ooh. Thank you Lord for your grace. Go, go, let me see YouTube. Facebook keep sharing, Facebook you're not sharing, you're not sharing. Aish! <laughs> <laughs> Kaprosoto! Mmm! La clariosto I want somebody to understand this. That is why the Bible is saying the holy prophets. Do you know why the Bible says the holy prophets? Can I be honest with you? Ah, <laughs> my prophet or oh, my prophets, my bestie uh, prophet EJ and uh, the great prophet Glovis. I don't know if I should say this. If I say this I may get in trouble. (laughs) Can you go to Facebook? (laughs) I'm afraid to say this. I'm really afraid to say this but I'm going to show you an example. Let me give you an example. Moses comes from the mountain and tells the children of Israel, you should not marry any woman that is not of your brethren. You should marry only a Jewish girl. Now you have to understand why Moses said they need to marry only amongst themselves. It's because other nations did not know God and they had other gods. That's why you find like even with Solomon. Solomon because of the Queen of Sheba and all the other wives that he brought in. They brought things into Israel that should have never been there. So now watch this and watch this carefully and listen to this carefully. Moses tells them, do not marry anybody outside. This is what God is saying. Don't marry anybody outside our people. But Moses went and married an Ethiopian woman. Uh, Somebody didn't catch that. Moses is telling people, don't do this. But he went and married an Ethiopian woman. All my Ethiopians' daughters, I know they are commenting right now and putting love hearts. But listen carefully. He went and married an Ethiopian woman. When he went and married an Ethiopian woman, his sister, the prophetess, and Aaron, got together and they began to speak about Moses. They started saying bad things concerning Moses according to the law that Moses gave them. They said this Moses he thinks he's clever. He thinks he's doing this. He thinks he's like that. He thinks he's like this. The Bible says God spoke. And told them, stand outside of the tabernacle. I'm coming down to talk to you. And God came down and he said, if they be prophets among you, I will make myself known unto them in visions and in dreams. And I will speak to them in dark speeches. But my friend Moses, I speak to him face to face. Are you not afraid that you're talking about my friend like that? Notice As far as God is concerned, God is not worried about what the law Moses said was. God is concerned that they were talking about his friend. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Let me be honest with you. The prophets are called the holy prophets because they wrote the law. They are not bound to it. I'm sorry I said it. Remember, only Moses gave the law. But Jesus is saying, and in this hangs all the law and the prophets. Why are the prophets hanging with the law? Because they are the guys who produced it. Jesus is saying, I am finishing what they started. I am not undoing it, I'm finishing it. Now you have to understand that's a legal term that the Lord Jesus is using. He's saying, I came to finish, not to change it, but to finish. But if they said, don't eat Animals with two hooves. And he's saying, it is not what you eat that makes you sin is what comes out. That is change. But he cannot say, I have changed it because these are his people. <laughs> he is only saying, I have come to fulfill it, to bring it to the finish line. Because they said that so that you know what sin is. Aish. I think I've said too much. This video must be deleted. Mm. <laughs> now, is somebody capturing what I'm saying here? Is somebody catching what I'm saying here? That's why they are called the holy prophets. If you read Revelation chapter two, verse six, uh, verse six to seven, it says, "And the and the God of the holy prophets, the, and the God of the spirits of the holy prophets, God is not calling Himself the God of the spirits of mankind." Remember, a prophet is the mouthpiece of God. Aish, that is why the Bible makes a distinction. Between somebody who is anointed. That is why the Bible makes a distinction. Between somebody who is anointed. And a prophet. Born prophets are not anointed. Ish... Hmm... Uh Samuel chapter two from verse eighteen. Now but before you read it. Uh uh, uh first Samuel chapter two verse seventeen to mm, Let me see. Uh no nah. let, let's not read there Hold on mm. Hold on hold on let me find this Karabashia Kasan Okay, no, it's uh, 1 Samuel chapter 3 from verse 1. Now listen to me. Listen to me well. Prophets are not... Born prophets. I'm not talking about prophetic voices. I'm not talking about people who have the title of a prophet. I'm talking about born prophets. They came into this world with a spirit of a prophet already in them. Their spirit was created to function as a prophet. What you don't understand... What you don't understand is this. A prophet. Aish. <laughs> uh, let, me, let, me, let me open the book of Numbers. Okay. Uh, I believe it is Numbers chapter. Mm, Karabashia. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory be to the Lord. Glory be to the Lord. Glory
2: be to the Lord. <laughs>
0: uh, can you find where God divided the spirit of Moses among the people? Can you find it, Claudius?
2: Okay.
0: And then we'll go back to 1 Samuel chapter 3. Can you find that? Okay. Prophets are not anointed. Real prophets are not anointed. Real prophets don't depend on the anointing. I wish somebody could catch this. You got it? Yeah. Okay, read it. What does it say?
2: Numbers 11 uh, from verse 25.
0: Numbers 11 from verse 25. Can you read it? When God is telling Moses what he would do.
2: And the Lord came down in a cloud Mm -hmm. and spake unto him Mm -hmm. and took of the spirit that was upon him Mm -hmm. and gave it unto the 70 elders.
0: Before that, what did God tell Moses? Go even beyond that. When God told him, I will take of your spirit and then you shall not bear these burdens by yourself. I want people to see what God is saying from the start.
2: Uh Uh-huh.
0: I want people to see it from the start. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh,
2: this is from verse 16.
0: Okay. Uh-huh.
2: And the Lord said unto Moses, Yes. Gather unto me 70 men mm-hmm. of the elders of Israel.
0: And remember, this was because Moses complained. He said, God, this is too much for me.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm carrying too many things. I'm doing too many things. I am tired of doing this. This burden, you can, might as well kill me because this is too much. Now read, uh-huh. And the Lord said
2: unto Moses, this is numbers 11 from verse 16. Gather unto me 70 men mm-hmm. of the elders of Israel, uh-huh, whom thou knowest to be the elders of the people.
0: Notice, God is telling him, gather 70 elders that you know they are elders of the people. Now, why did God say I have chosen 70 elders that you will anoint? <laughs> God is telling Moses, you decide, you decide by looking at who is around, by looking at the people, choose 70 men that are elders of the people. You verify this information because God did not want any prophet among them. This was a request that Moses made. But God is giving a solution now. Uh Uh-huh whom thou
2: knowest to be elders of the people Uh and officers over them. Uh And bring them unto the tabernacle of the congregation Uh that they may stand there with thee. Yes. Verse 17. Uh And I will come down and talk with thee there. Mm -hmm. And I will take of the spirit which is upon
0: thee and will put it upon them. I will take the spirit which is where? Upon thee. And I will put it in? Them. Why didn't God put the Holy Spirit in them? God is taking the spirit of... Keep reading. So that go to the part that you read that God took the spirit now and put it now. Read it. Go to that verse. And the Lord came down. What verse verse is it? Verse 25. Listen to verse 25. Go.
2: And the Lord came down in the cloud Uh and spake unto him. Yes. And took of the spirit that was upon him. Yes. And gave it unto the 70 elders. Uh Uh-huh. And it came to pass uh-huh. that when the Spirit rested upon them, yes. they prophesied and did not cease.
0: Notice this. Can I tell you the truth? Can I tell you the honest, honest truth? You can have the Holy Spirit and you can't prophesy. You do prophetic utterance. When he says, I w- on, in the last days I will pour out my Spirit and your sons and daughters shall prophesy. And your, and your young man shall dream dreams. And his, what else does it say? Do you know the whole verse? Mm-hmm. Let me explain this verse to you.
1: Let me find <laughs> it, Let
0: me find it. <laughs> ay, 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 ay. God is too much. Mm-hmm. God is just too much. God is too much. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I'm giving prophet, I don't know why I'm telling these people this secret. Maybe I shouldn't have, right? Uh, they, Acts, need they need this one. Yes, read it. Acts
2: 2, 17.
0: Acts 2, 17. Uh-huh. Read, what does it and say? And it shall come to pass in the last days, uh-huh. saith God. In the last days. Uh-huh. Why the last days? But keep going. I will
2: pour out of my spirit upon all flesh, uh-huh. and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, uh-huh. and your young men shall see visions, uh-huh. and your old men shall
0: dream dreams. Notice. God will pour out his spirit upon all men. And three things will happen. Notice, these three things are in one prophet. A prophet has all these three things. And more. Actually, there are some things that God didn't mention. He put the basic functions of the prophetic. But he's saying one group will see vision. Another group will have utterance. Another group will what? See visions. God is saying when I pour out my spirit. Your young men shall see visions. Some will will dream dreams. Some will prophesy. Now you have to understand there are different dimensions of the prophetic. There is the dimension of the prophetic that is based on utterance. Which we see a lot of people do nowadays. Ah, the Lord is gonna bless you, huh? I had not seen her, ear has not heard what God is about to do for you, huh? God is gonna bless you. The battle is over, something is opening. It is good, but it's not a specific message, it is utterance. That is why in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, from verse 8. Paul says, I had not seen, as it is written, I had not seen, no ear heard, nor has it entered into the hearts of men the things which God has prepared for those who love him. Then he goes on to say, But these things have been revealed to us by the Spirit of God. Meaning there are people who are walking with the Spirit of Revelation, and there are people who are walking with utterance. Notice in those three things, God did not mention revelation. Eish. Which is the basic, that is one of the most primary functions of a prophet. Notice, Moses has the ability to reveal what happened before time. He described to you how God created the heavens and the earth. Described to you how Adam and Eve sinned, yet he was not there. Why? Because of the spirit of what? Revelation. Aish. I'm afraid to say certain things because I don't know how people will take it, but I'm just gonna be honest. And you will understand why I'm saying this to you. So now watch this and watch this carefully. Let me just give you an example. Nowadays it's popular for people to have security cameras. Security cameras are there So that if somebody came to steal from you or somebody was attempting to steal from you, you try to rush or the police or the security company rushes to try and come and help you. But even though they have security cameras everywhere nowadays, you still need to push the panic button to alert them if they should come because they can't tell who is the thief and who is not. Mm -hmm. When they come to steal from you, they review that you want to know who stole from you. The police wants to know who stole from you so that they can find them by how they look on the video so that they can what? They can arrest them. A prophet cannot only see who is planning to steal from you, when they will come to steal from you, at what time they will come to steal from you and stop it if they want to. So your cameras is trying to do what a prophet does. Exactly. Everybody has a cell phone now. You call somebody from that is on the other side of the world. Prophets have been doing this forever. The servant of Elisha went to collect bribe. And Elisha told him. Elisha told him something. Did my spirit not go with you? Is it time to receive bribe? Notice he thought he left Elisha in the house, but Elisha was with him the whole time. (laughs) <laughs> ah, it's okay glory be to god glory be to god. Yeah, deleted let me tell you the truth you can have the holy spirit and you will never see forensic never Because that is not what the Holy Spirit can give you. You need a prophet to unlock you in that. That's why God took the spirit. The spirit. The spirit. The spirit of Moses and put it in the 70 elders. That Moses chose. Do you realize that John the Baptist was the way he was? Because of the spirit of Elijah that was in him, not the anointing. That Jesus said, this guy that you guys keep calling John is not even John. This is Elijah. And he's not talking about reincarnation. He's talking about that Elijah encountered John. Notice John dressed like Elijah. John loved the wilderness like Elijah. Because of the spirit that was moving him to do those things. Why didn't God just anoint John with a, with a special anointing? But the Bible does not say he had an anointing. It says he had the spirit of Elijah. So we are noticing that God is using the grace of men to appoint other men. He is not the one appointing them. Remember, Jesus is appearing to, to Saul. Blind Saul. And Saul gets born again and God tells him, go into the city and I will show you what to do. And Ananias the prophet is the one who is sent to go and open his eyes. Why didn't Jesus heal his eyes? Jesus is the one who made him blind. I, somebody didn't catch what I said. Jesus is the one that is making Saul blind. Saul becomes Paul. But God is not the one that is healing him. He's sending Ananias the prophet to heal him. And to mentor him so that he can be <laughs> aish. Notice Ananias knew the exact address, the exact road, the exact location that Paul was. Why didn't God just come send an angel to touch him and heal him? A man had to come and do it. Ah, you guys are not understanding what I'm trying to tell you. Mm-hmm. Zaka Paradia Costa Antelbia. So, let me explain to you something. Elisha asked for a double portion of the spirit of Elijah. He did not ask for the anointing, because he knew the prophet is not anointed. He is, anointing. He is the one that is anointing. Remember, to anoint means to appoint. This is why you must be very careful as a child of God. Now, this is based on where you want to go. My firstborn in the Lord, which is my son, Mike, The prophet Michael, the husband of Candace, is the first person that I ever gave my spirit to. And of all my sons so far, he prophesies more than everybody. Accurately. Names and everything. Not because his father is a preacher. He grew up being a believer all his life. The family is a gifted family. In the presence of God. But because of being birthed in the spirit by a certain person, he received my spirit and my attributes immediately, instantly. He started delivering people, he started prophesying. Let me tell you the truth. There's a lot of people that call themselves prophets. If they stood with my son Mike, they won't prophesy. I'm telling you the truth. Mm Not because he fasted for 40 days and 40 nights. Not because of anything like that. And the Lord spoke to me that I need to raise uh, uh, seven men. Is it seven? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. seven. It was seven men. Seven of my sons. The first sons that God ever gave me. Seven of them. I think... In December I will have a prophetic service the prophet prophet Elias and his sons and in that service all my sons will prophesy. God spoke to me that I need to give I need to raise them to a place where they will kill prophecy. Then I think in January I will take some daughters also, seven daughters. Seven daughters. I already even know who they are that I am going to spend time with Remember the the, the sons, I will have five days with them. All they will do is be in my presence, will be praying, fasting, and I will teach them mysteries that I can never open up to the public. And then I will get also the daughters, they will gather, and I will teach them for five days. And they will do, they will, (laughs) because, (laughs) I, I don't know what to say, they will have a service. With the prophet, the prophet Elias and the daughters of the prophets. And you guys will see. This next year will be too much prophetic. Too much. Now what am I trying to tell you here? Let me wrap it up because my time is, is done for today. I didn't even get a chance to go into the grace of angels. I didn't even go get the chance to get into the grace of angels. Have you ever noticed somebody can be born again, speaks in tongues, has never seen an angel? (laughs) Angels have refused to reveal themselves to them. Angels will work in the background, but they will never encounter a a, a single angel. They will never even see an angel. They will see an angel the day they are going into heaven. Then they will meet the angels that were always around them. Hi. Hi. is because there is a grace of angels. Notice, Jacob walked with the grace of angels. He even knew that God would call him Israel before the time that he should have known it. Because when the angel that he wrestled with told him your name will be Israel, he still was not called Israel until God came now and made him Israel. He just knew that he would become Israel, but he did not become Israel. When he left his father's house, he had the grace of God. When he met the angel, he realized that there was another level that he had to attain. And the angel, because he wrestled with the angel, the angel had to tell him, you, your name is now Israel. Before even he was supposed to be Israel. Hmm... Let me wrap it up to you with this one. What makes you great in the kingdom of God is what grace you are sitting under. You see, when I am with my spiritual father, listen, I'm a born prophet. But when I am with my spiritual father, even though I can't prophesy, definitely not to his degree and his level, Even though I can prophesy, my father is just not even human. You guys think I'm not human, he's not even human. But look at this. Even though I can see, sometimes we'll be in a meeting, I will prophesy something, he'll come and he'll prophesy exactly word for word what I said. There's a meeting that we went to preach for my brother prophet Emmanuel. And uh, and, uh, I did the morning prophetic session and my, my father came and did the evening prophetic session. And in the prophetic session that I did, I prophesied to a young woman. She had a baby boy and a daughter. I prophesied the things that were happening in their family. I prophesied about the young boy, what his name is, what he will be in the future. For some of you, you don't know. I already met the, the, the first Hispanic president. He's in California. You will remember what I've told you in 30 years. 30 years from now. By 2050, 55 or 50, you will know. (laughs) He's in California. I met him. I met his mother that was carrying him. (laughs) Aye, <laughs> the prophetic is too much and I told and I prophesied to the to the family the evening session comes Papa had gone to do other things in the evening session he comes he prophesies he goes to that family and he takes the little boy he prophesied exactly what I said to the T Exactly. Not some things were, some things were not. Exactly. Actually, my son Derek was there in that meeting. And Derek, I took Derek outside and I spoke to him and I prophesied some specific things to him. Mm -hmm. When he came back inside, my spiritual father picked him and prophesied exactly what I told him five minutes before he spoke to him. Exactly. But when I'm in the presence of my spiritual father, Unless he gives me permission to speak, I don't speak. I don't even try to act like I know. Because there's a lot I don't know. Even if it is 1% that I don't know. I'd rather add that 1% to myself. Than to act like I know. And not get that 1%. Yes, sir. Even though he always says deep things that I, I'm even shocked. But... I listen because there is always a greater grace to be received. You cannot function in the prophetic if you are not born a prophet. I'm not saying you have the gift of prophecy unless you have a certain grace and you're sitting under a certain grace. Some of you, you are watching right now, There are things that are difficult in your life because you're sitting under the wrong grace. I'm just going to be real with you. Hi, can I see comments? Can I see comments? Let me see YouTube. There is a way. There is a way that God positions you to receive grace. Grace makes life so easy. Super easy. Super easy. that is why you see that if you hang out with thieves you become a thief you hang out with uh, with uh, uh, with liars you become a liar you hang out with rich people you become rich you hang out with billionaires you become a billionaire you hang out with millionaires you become a millionaire you hang out with the real estate people you become deep in real estate whoever you sit under you become that thing but the only way grace comes to you is when you have the heart of a servant Some of you, you are in your churches, you never serve in your church. You never go just early to clean the church. You want honor before service. Some of you, your journeys have been long. Remember, Jacob ran from home, but eventually he went back home. The journey was fruitful because through it he encountered God, but the reality is this. The reality is this. He wasted a lot of time because he was in the wrong place. When you're in the wrong place, you lose things. When you're in the right place, you gain things. You gain spiritual things. You need to ask yourself, and remember, I'm not telling you this. Remember I said you don't do anything in your churches. I did not say follow prophet love. Mm -mm. Sonship is by conviction not is by by conviction of the soul by the holy spirit is not by the conviction of man there are people who want to just have sons and daughters i don't i only receive those god has sent to me then i open my heart and i give what god has given to me for them the lord jesus is about to come very soon When you walk under grace, you will accomplish much for the kingdom of God. Facebook, are you there? You accomplish much for the kingdom of God. Notice Titus. Notice Titus was so great. And he could do exactly what Paul could do. Because he was joined to Paul. Notice what Paul said. He did not say follow Jesus. He said follow me. As I follow Jesus, let me tell you the honest truth. The Jesus that you can find by yourself is really good, but it will have limitations. Because you know him simply by grace. The Bible never says find God for yourself. If you say find God for yourself, then God is a fool for giving you fivefold ministry. You're saying God is stupid. He wasted his time. But God is saying that these five gifts are being given to the church for, to build up the church, to prepare the church for my coming. Somebody is telling you you don't need it. You know that's a demon speaking. I'm just being honest with you. I think I'll have to do another part of this and bring it home. Tie yourself in a place where you can grow spiritually. Where the grace of God can come upon you. Samuel was chosen by God. Samuel was already a prophet from birth. But Samuel could not function because he was supposed to take after Eli. Eli had to be the one that gives him the code to unlock the voice of God. The boy heard God but he heard the voice of his master. Why didn't it not sound like God? Because God has no voice. God only has the voice of the prophet. Somebody didn't catch what I'm saying. Some of you you are confused whether God spoke to you or not. Is it the voice of God? Is it the voice not of God? Is because you are not under Father. <laughs> yes, sir. Is that the truth? Because when God really speaks to you, He will speak to you through the voice of the person that is gonna unlock you. He will never speak to you directly because you will not know his voice. Yes. Aish! I just said something mm-hmm. dangerous. That is why you find that Samuel is being taught by Eli. After Eli noticed three times the boys coming to him, he knew, oh, God is talking to him. He said, when you hear the voice, he did not say, when you hear that, it's God. He said, when you hear the voice again, say, here I am, Lord speak. Meaning unless, now imagine if Samuel was like, but that's you, you're not the Lord. Samuel would have never received the voice of God. So God used the voice of Eli to test his submission if he's really submitted to the to the prophet and by submitting to the prophet, the prophet will give him access. So the access to your next level in the realm of the spirit is with a man, it's not with God. Father, I bless everybody that is watching. Let this mystery of grace be upon them. Let them join themselves to this grace, even by their giving, even by their serving, even by their listening. With their hearts and with their substance and whatever you have given them. As they join themselves to this grace, let the spirit of your prophet, let the spirit of your servant also be upon them that their lives will never be the same again. In the mighty and powerful name of the Lord Jesus, amen. Hopefully I'll come again, maybe tonight, maybe tomorrow, and maybe I'll bring the prophet Glovis and we'll take this thing even deeper. I love you, God bless you, and the Lord Jesus loves you more. All those who are giving, God increase you and multiply you. Connect yourself to the grace. I'll teach you how to connect to the grace of God. God bless you and I will talk to you soon. Shalom, shalom. It was a difficult pregnancy yes. to carry him yes. to the point that it looked like you're going to lose him at some point. Yes. Because I remember, I am seeing it in the realms of the spirit. When you're about four months going to five months, yes. I saw you bleeding that yes. you thought that you actually lost him. Yes, yes. yes. I am trying to understand what these two angels are saying because I'm hearing one saying God with us and the other one is saying Emmanuel. Yes. Uh, what is that?
1: Yes. Yes. Yeah.
0: That's his name. Yeah. Zoom, zoom, zoom. So I think six three zero zero. Ah. Woo!
1: That's manager
0: of office. I saw him doing this, throwing seeds. When people are throwing seeds, it means they have a calling, a pastoral calling, Feed oh, wow. people and to raise people. Yeah. <laughs> huh? You said what? Yeah. Uh, <laughs>